it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is sponsored by The Hilltop Services. Our mission is to provide business professionals with assistance for all of their administrative needs. Book a consultation today at thehilltopservices.com. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited about today's episode. I had the pleasure in interviewing Bob Brum, and Bob is an encouragement engineer, and I think we all can use some encouragement at times. I mean, actually daily, we all can use encouragement, especially as being entrepreneurs, beautypreneurs, and business owners. You know, it can be lonely in this field sometimes, and we all can use a little bit of encouragement. I had a great conversation with Bob. He shared his IT background and how he became the encouragement engineer and a little bit of his message. And I think you're really gonna enjoy this interview. Here is a little bit of Bob's bio. Bob Brum is a professional award-winning speaker, author and encouragement engineer serving corporate collegiate sales and youth organizations with encouraging keynotes or workshop presentations. Bob also works with individuals to achieve personal and professional growth with positive encouragement to take action and achieve goals or to change existing restrictive habits into positive outcomes. Bob is a top-selling author of seven books and has been a guest on nationally recognized media outlets regarding his encouraging, positive perspective, action-oriented strategies. With his diverse professional background in accounting, business, and 25 years in the IT telecommunications field, Bob is also a husband and a father, and he can relate to many audiences. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview I had with Bob, and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor, and I have an awesome guest today, Bob Brum. Welcome, Bob. Hey, thank you, Brandy. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you. So, Bob, before we get into all the awesome things that you're doing, I would like you to share something about yourself that most people would not know. Well, I'm a father of three boys, and they're 21, 22 two and 17 and they're a lot to keep up with so I got to stay active Uh, my wife and I try to keep up with them and uh, we've been married 24 years now wow awesome so I have a 17 year old too so you we have something in common yeah awesome awesome so that's great I love love my family love children they're awesome so Bob, you have an IT background. Tell tell me a little bit about your um, IT background and what you specialize in. Okay, well I've been in it for about 25 years. I started in the telecom side of the IT field. Now I'm into uh, supporting a lot of the applications that run um, a power company. I work for Tampa Electric down here in Florida. It's a power utility. We're owned by Amira Corporation. Uh, it's a Canadian-based company. They bought us, and we also take care of New Mexico Gas as well as our gas company across the state of Florida. I manage the remote connectivity system that all our people come into the network with. So I take care of that for all different applications that the people use on it as well as issues that may come up for them to make sure they can connect. It's a 24-7 type application that has to be up for connectivity into the network. But it's the technical side, and uh, it's so far it's been real you know, I, I enjoy the field. 
Um, it's a very interesting field, always changing. You're always on your toes, and there's always something that you have to maintain and keep up with to be able to get things done. So it's a lot of, a lot of activity and a lot of fun. Sounds like it would be because technology is definitely uh, constantly changing and you've been in the industry for a long time. What are some of the major changes you think you've seen in this industry? Oh, that's, it's interesting. I actually had some people from New, our New Mexico office come over and I was showing them an article that was, I was in um, on a, a publication and it talked about the integration of voice and IP technology and it had the old rotary dial phone, <laughs> if you remember those. Yeah, yeah, it had one of those, and we connected it with a, a camera, or with, not a camera cable, but with a uh, LAN cable, and they had flash as they took the picture, and it showed the integration of telephony and computers. And I think that's one of the biggest things we've seen change is that technology of what used to be 20-plus years ago now has become something that you hold in the palm of your hand. And it's all integrated. So it's a big change, a fast change. It is because I remember, you know, we didn't have technology. So if I went to my friend's house, I didn't text my mom or, you know, or like, you know, you didn't call all the time because you didn't have that access all the time to call. Like if you were out with your friends or out doing things or um, it's just it's just a different world. Like we're so connected now, where I would just ride my bike, be in the neighborhood, be wherever, and do all types of things. And nowadays, I feel like with my with my daughter, as she's grown up, she's I feel like she's always had a cell phone. She's always had a way for me to know where she was at. I've never, you know, she's never had like that free technology, free life. It just seems like it's it's really a big thing. And when she's always been in a household. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that instant gratification of that's a good point because yeah, my 17 year old the same way. It's, they've always had that technology. Mm-hmm. And remember, he was called home probably by a whistle or a yell down the street. Say, come on, dinner's ready. You know, right. that was our paging system. It wasn't the text. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, right. So yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, from everything that I do to read my books, to consuming my content, um, everything's, you know, technical now. So it's it's just a different world for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, so what I was wanting to want to learn about is you, that's one side of it, but you also are an encourager, right? So you're an encouragement engineer. So yeah. how do you go from being the tech guy to the encouragement guy? Well, it's, it's always something because in that field, it's like drinking from a fire hose. You're always constantly changing. There's always pressure on you. And a lot of times, most IT people will tell you it's, there's a lot of coffee that's drank. And, you know, you may have people that smoke a lot or in the telecom industry, it was, it was that way. But that pressure is always there and what you need to see is the value of the people doing that work because they're constantly under pressure so what i like to see is that idea that you know we can get a job done i love work with people you may be under pressure i've worked many nights till two three in the morning and you can have fun by doing that because you're focused and you know you're going to get something done and that encouragement of knowing that task can get done knowing that you can do it well knowing that you can do it with people that are knowledgeable and understanding is a big piece and helping people to see that value, helping them to see out of the weeds. In the IT industry, people look at the problem now. 
But what about the bigger picture? What about communicating with those business partners that need a certain application done a certain way for their business needs? How does their business work? How does their business run? What are their needs? And how can we do our tasks fast enough so that they get what they need the way they need to get it? That's a, all of that is incorporated into what I do. And it's just the idea that um, I blended the idea of, if you will, IT engineering with encouragement. And that's how I came up with the encouragement engineer. Awesome. Yeah, I see that. So was there a time where you felt like you really needed a lot of encouragement? And, um, and, and is that how you uh, got into this? Or I'm just trying to understand how did you start encouraging others? Well, it's, you know, our, our daily lives, if you dare to listen to the stuff on the TV, the news, it will deflate you. I mean, you can listen to the arguments, you can listen to the political views, you can listen to the, the news stories of, of murder, robbery, disdain for people. That's not encouraging for anybody. And I think we need to realize that we need to refresh our minds, refresh our thought process after hearing that. We hear it maybe in the car on the radio. You hear it when you get home on the TV. Why do we keep refilling ourselves with that instead of positive, encouraging things? Um, it's like the, the glass that's half full of dirty water. If you pour more dirty water into it, it's just going to get dirtier and cruddier water. Start pouring some clean water in there to refresh it. And after a while, it will start to recycle all that dirt out of there. And that's what encouragement is important for our mindset is to get that bad things out of our mind. They're never going to go away. So we have to continue to do this process on a daily basis, just like everybody takes a shower hopefully every day is you clean yourself every day because there's dirt on you. You've got to do the same thing with your mind and your attitude is get the dirt and the mess out of your mind because it doesn't do you any good to hold that in. You've got to continue to wash that out. And I've had to live through some things in my life that were hard to deal with. Um, my mother passed away when I was six years old. And that same year, my grandmother passed away two months later. And then on Christmas day that same year, my grandfather passed away. I was very young when these things occurred, and as life will have it, these are life events. We can't get around death taxes or change, but we have to learn to not only deal with it, but grow with it, and that was one of the things I learned early in my life, that I'm here for a purpose, and that purpose, I believe, is to help people to see the value of a positive attitude in no matter what happens in your life, that a positive attitude will get you much further than a negative attitude any time of the day. I believe that too. I always try, like, there's a lot of people, like, just for instance, when you look at uh, social media, um, that'll just put negativity on even social media. And I'm, I always strive to any, and everything I do, I believe the motto, if you don't have anything good to say, then don't say anything at all. So mm -hmm. I would rather not post anything than to put something negative out there. So I always try to put positive energy out into the atmosphere so i do absolutely agree with that and um i've been through a lot of things too and i think that's what's really helped me it's just you know um really focusing on my mindset my thoughts and the way i speak um and everything and you you made me think of one of my favorite quotes um is by zig ziglar it said motivated motivation gets you going and habit gets you there so um I love that. So you got to make it a habit to stay motivated. I think it was another one. He said it was something about if you, uh, of course, motivation doesn't, you know, it doesn't last. That's why you just like, you know, it doesn't last 
Um, if you take a shower, that's why you have to do it daily. It was something like that he said. Um, because, because it's something that you have to do on a regular basis in order to stay motivated. So I do believe that we all need to be encouraged. And I'm very careful. Like, I don't watch the news. Um, I take in the news as I need it. So there's, like, things I need to be in a know. I have it come to me that way, but I'm not sitting up there learning about all the devastation that's going on in the world because there's nothing I can really do about it. And so for me to just take that on every day isn't helping me be productive as a person. No, and it's a lot of weight for you to carry. It's, and that's unfortunate with our news today. It's global news that inundates us all the time. And like you said, we don't have the capacity to do something about it all the time. It used to be just local news and maybe we could help our neighbor or somebody down the street. But now it's a global scenario that happens very quickly. So good for you. Thanks. Thanks. So um, what is your message exactly? My message is the, the idea of, like we were talking about, the idea of washing your mind consistently on a daily basis to keep encouragement in, to hold positive value, positive perspective on life events, because life is going to happen to us. And to be able to keep your mind in a positive perspective that no matter what happens, one, we can get through it. Two, we have the capacity to get through it because God made us and God doesn't make any junk. Um, he gives us the ability to get through things. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard sometimes. But with our faith, with our, our focused attitude, we can get through most anything. And life events will always occur. And helping people to get through those, to go after a goal, take action towards a goal. Is it going to be hard? Yes, it will be. Are you going to be told no? Yes, you will be. Are you, are you going to be told yes? Sometimes you will be. And you've got to be ready for those, those times that somebody says yes. And so that's learning. And when you learn, you grow. And as you grow, you become a better person. As you become a better person, our world becomes a better person because you're affecting more people around you. And that's, that's my biggest message is the idea that we've got to focus on positiveness, on a betterment, not only for ourselves, but for others and share that knowledge with others so other people can grow as well. Um, I think our world needs a better perspective today than what's normally out there. I agree. I agree. You said something and it just, I, it's going to seem so corny, Bob. Don't judge me. Okay. When, <laughs> when I was young, I, when I was a little girl, I used to go to uh, what you call vacation Bible school. And I don't know why I remember this, but they gave us this every summer we went and it was like a week long. And I remember one year, our focus was God don't make no junk. And I had a t-shirt that said that. And I mean, it was like my favorite t-shirt. I used to wear that shirt all the time. And I could remember people asking me about God don't make no junk, like, you know, reading my t-shirt. And so when you said that, I don't know why I just thought about that t-shirt I had from vacation Bible school when I was a little girl. So no, that's great. Les Brown actually would say that was, you know, God doesn't make any mistakes. So, huh? you know, and he don't make no junk, you know, <laughs> so that's very true. You, know, yep, you gotta that's love my, it. That's what my little t-shirt said. God don't make no junk. So it just, <laughs> <laughs> it just actually brought me back to that. But I, I see that you're really you're sharing that message everywhere. Like I know you do it a daily minute of motivation on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and everywhere. And what really sparked that for you to start uh, sharing your, your one minute motivations um, every day with everyone? 
that is, again, it's that idea that, you know, we need to do this daily. We need a reminder. Let's kick off our day with some positiveness because, and I do this on a daily basis. Not only do I do that video, but I have a thankful journal, thank you journal that I write in daily. Every morning I write at least three things I'm thankful for. Start the day off with something positive because your mind can't think positive and negative thoughts at the same time. It can't think about, you know, I owe this or these bills or that. Write down, start thinking of something you're thankful for, whether it's the air you're breathing, the beautiful drive, the sunrise, going outside and seeing, you know, the flowers or what it may be. In your case, the fall leaves falling and eventually the snow is coming the end of the week, right? Um, <laughs> lucky you guys. It's whatever it is, be thankful for those things because that's important to start your day right. Get it going in the right direction because if you're not feeling well and you're, you know, you, you've got a bad attitude, that goes throughout your day. And I think starting your day off with a better attitude just makes that day go in the right direction. One of the biggest reasons why entrepreneurs struggle to grow their business is because they are simply wearing too many hats. The Hilltop Services has over 10 years of professional administrative experience. Our mission is to provide business professionals with assistance for all of their administrative needs. By providing support through general administrative and executive assistance, our clients can focus on what drives income. We are confident that your business can grow and increase productivity. Our agency can assist in daily tasks that keep your business organized with great customer service being our top priority. Need assistance? Book your consultation today at thehilltopservices.com. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I try, you know, I always try to start my day off um, just being thankful and thinking on good and not negative because it doesn't help. And I, I like to go to bed that way too. I don't like to go to bed on negative thoughts. So I usually go to bed just, you know, being thankful and grateful for uh, just what, you know, whatever I have in my life and just for life in general. So I think it really helps you to, uh, to stay, um, you know, keep things in perspective and not to focus on the negative because I find too, I attract what I focus on. So if you, if you focus on negativity, then you attract negativity. If you're not focused on positivity, I attract that. That's just like, I was just really with my journey, as I was telling you, you know, doing business coaching is a new arena for me. I come from a beauty background and I had just really been doing some soul searching and um, because it's something that I hadn't really been doing the whole coaching thing. Well, actually, I'll take that back. It's something that I had been doing, but I hadn't been doing it as a profession because people always come to me for advice for things. But I right. had been doing it as a profession. So switching over and doing it as a profession is different territory for me. So I just really... I had just been really um, enlightening myself, just my thoughts and the things that I've been taking in, the content and studying. And I've actually been attracting people who are interested in what I have to offer and all of that. And I feel like that's because of the way I've been aligning things up, the way, I, you know, what I've been what I've been taking in, what I've been speaking and, um, you know, some of the things I've been strategically doing has really helped me in that area and just trying to stay positive and just being thankful and grateful. I've been attracting those people into my life. And that's, that's a great concept because there is a reality right there that you're talking about. Every, those that want a business, those that have a business, those that run or help run a business, business will go up and down and we've got to know how to, there's things that you didn't know that you may know now that you're sharing with others 
that they don't understand, that they don't know. And having somebody there to say, hey, you know what? I went through this. I get through this. I understand what you're doing and I can help you get through that. That's an encouraging feat in itself. And that's helpful for people to understand that even if we're going through whatever it is in our lives, our business lives, our personal lives, there are situations that if you help yourself learn, you can help others to grow. And that's what you're doing. And that's a great, great, awesome concept. So continue your, your work. That's great stuff. Thanks. I appreciate it. And you continue your work as well. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, you're, you're definitely making an impact, you know, continuously sharing um, the great news, positive energy, and, you know, just your minutes of encouragement and motivation that you're putting out there is awesome. So I want to commend you as well. Now you have a book called Life Don't Owe You Nothing. <laughs> I love that title. So let's talk a little bit about that. All right. Well, that was a book that, um, as boys will be boys, um, I, it was based off something my middle son was going through. And he graduated high school, wasn't sure what he was going to do, and he was looking for a job. And, you know, it, it, me being the person that I, go, 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 and my wife's similar, we kept preaching on him. You got to look for a job. You got to look for, okay, I put in a couple applications online. Well, as well as that, you can go out and talk to people and getting that concept understood that you've got to get up and take positive action. You've got to make something happen. It's not always going to just fall in your lap. And that's what that book was based off of was the idea that we've got to take steps to get moving in our life. We've got to take positive steps to get after what we want. Sometimes that means you're going to get your palm olive hands dirty. You've got to get out and get them dirty, get something done. It's not going to happen for you. It's not going to happen to you it's something you've got to make happen. You didn't learn what you learned by sitting around playing Xbox. Correct. You just didn't. Picked up a book, you studied, you talked to people, you got out there and tried things, you learned, you discussed with people, maybe you went to conferences. Those are all things we can do. You went on YouTube, you went on social media sites. You can do all kinds of different things. And that's what that book is about, that idea that here's a reality check for you. Nobody owes you anything. Life don't owe you nothing. And guess what? You got to take action to make that happen. And part of that is faith. Part of that is action. Part of that is positive attitude. Part of that is just getting up and doing something. Uh, a friend of mine just wrote a book. He just released it um, called Start Ugly. You know, get out there and start something. And so that's the key piece about my book, Life Don't Owe You Nothing. I love it. I love it. Because faith without works is dead. You got to put in the work. I think people forget the whole work part. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I mentioned it in the book, you know, it's uh, the work thing is important. <laughs> it is. It is. And I like that t that title too, Start Ugly. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. book is written by Chris Mitzos. He's uh he's a person down here in Florida that's done a lot of business networking, some good events. Uh he's got an event called Podfest over in Orlando coming up in March that uh real good program that's if you're interested in that, come on down to Florida and check it out. Yeah, I think I've heard of PodFest. It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, he does it over in Orlando. This is the sixth year, I believe, for it. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll definitely have to see if I can make it um, in 2020 because I, it seems like that's one of the ones that was on my radar that I heard about. Okay, yeah, good guy. Awesome, awesome. I love that. So um, I think I think that's a great. Um, 
thing that you taught your son that life don't owe you nothing. And I think it's a great message because it doesn't. And we really, I think people with millennial nowadays, it's, it's just a little different. Um, they see everything on social media and it looks like everything is just like instant gratification. It's so easy for this, that, yeah. and the third, but you have to be willing to put the work in. You really do. Cause life does. Yeah, just go, yeah. Go through your drive through. Uh, your drive-through line, and if so, if you, your fries don't come out within two or three minutes, people are having a hissy fit. They're fries, people. They really you don't need them anyway. So why <laughs> just realize what the people are doing behind the scenes? Are they working or are they you know tweeting something? That's we all got to understand the bigger picture, and we don't take that time to understand that bigger picture a lot of times. And that bigger picture means people have got to get out there and work people have to market themselves people as you're seeing in your business in, in the growth of businesses it's marketing it's finance it's understanding what the business does and what your goals are there's a much much bigger picture than what that one spectrum shows it really is it really is so i know you so you you're still working in it but you have your encouragement business share a little bit about your business and your services that you offer within your encouragement engineer business sure what i do is um i'll do keynote speeches as well as workshops for corporate universities sales organizations colleges and other conferences as well i've spoken at technical conferences as well as uh, corporations and schools and universities and I give that encouragement. I help them to see the value, like I said, of, of that positive perspective. And sometimes that can be leaning into a technical field. Like I said, in the IT industry, we drink the fire hose. And so we've got to see that bigger picture of not just solve the immediate problem, but look at the bigger picture. What are we planning for? How are we integrating with people? How are we working as a team together rather than just IT against the business or the business against IT? And then, oh, you got to have accounting in there. And nobody likes accounting. I did, but you know, I understand that concept. And so building that together is important. So I speak to a lot of corporate audiences about different things about that, um, about the growth, the opportunities of, of motivation and encouragement within an organization and team cohesiveness. Uh, talk to colleges and universities about the idea of taking that positive action, understanding your value as a person, understanding the abilities you have that God gave you that make you that valuable person, whether you're coming into college as a first year student or coming out of college as a senior and realizing, uh oh, I gotta get a job. How do I do this? What are they expecting of me? What's this world really looking at? Uh, I've spoken to high school audiences too to let them know the reality of working hard. If you want that goal of good grades, you've gotta put in the effort, you've gotta study because the people there, your parents and your teachers, they care about your future. When you get outside of those walls of high school, all bets are off. The reality is the world doesn't care necessarily how you perform. It's up to you to show the world your value. And helping people to realize that and understand that is, is a big piece of what I do. I think that's, that is awesome. So you went with encouragement. Now, most people would say like motivational speaker, uh, mm -hmm. motivational coach, or maybe the motivational engineer, <laughs> but what made you <laughs> what made you go with encouragement instead of motivation? Out of curiosity. Well, you're as I mentioned, you mentioned Zig Ziglar, and I'm a big fan of his too. I had the chance to meet him. Gracious gentleman. Really? But I always, yeah, he's a gracious, gracious man. 
um, one thing I remember him saying, and I can see it to this day, it was at a conference down here in Tampa, and he was talking to the audience, and he looked out, and he says, motivation doesn't come from, the motivation comes from within. He goes, you can't make people be motivated because it's from here, from the heart. And he's pointing at his chest. And that's where the encouragement piece, I adapted that from that because you can't make somebody be motivated. But as an encouragement engineer, you can show them the value of looking at something a little bit differently. Show them the value of that positive attitude. Show them the value of taking that action towards something that will benefit them. And I think that's important because, yeah, you can't make somebody be motivated, but you can show them a way that will help them to take those steps to get there. And once they start taking those steps, then they see the value of it. And that encouragement enlightens a lot of people so that they see a pathway. And I think that's very important. Okay, I, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. So how do you stay encouraged? My, I, on a daily basis, again, I, I write in my thank you journal every morning. As soon as I get up, as soon as that alarm goes off, I start praying for people that may need some help. I pray for my family. I pray that they have a safe day, that they make good decisions. I pray for people that I know are needing help. And I hit the ground and I do push-ups. I do 60 push-ups in the morning. I do 60 push-ups in the evening. I exercise. So I get that blood flowing through my body. Um, I get that opportunity. People say, oh, I hit the alarm clock. I hit the snooze. We get the opportunity to wake up. If you're hearing that alarm clock, you have that opportunity to be on the green side of the graph. And that's a great thing. So if you look at it that way, that's personal encouragement every day. As I got another opportunity. I got another 24 hours to paint a beautiful picture of something. What it is, I'm not sure yet. But guess what? I'm going to make the best time of it. And I think that's important to see. I love it. I like that mm. 60 push-ups encourages you. <laughs> I guess it would because you know what? You did die. You did die. <laughs> so if you make it through... <laughs> if you make it through, then you should be encouraged. <laughs> well, you can start with one. That's okay. Right. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. Great, great stuff, Bob. <laughs> great yeah. stuff. So I have these three questions that I ask everybody that come onto the podcast. So first, um, I am a bookie. I take a lot of my, con I do read, but I take a lot of my content in via Audible because I'm always on the go. I'm as an entrepreneur and a mom. And um, so I always um, love to ask fellow entrepreneurs and people, what is your, your favorite, either your favorite book or a book that you're currently reading right now? Oh, well, my all-time favorite, I've, I've got to put it right up there as a best-selling book of all time is the Bible. It tells you both the good and the bad. Okay, it'll tell you the good path and the bad path. And, um, you know, people have different beliefs in that, and I, that's fine. Um, Napoleon Hill is a, always a good author for his book, um, you know, Think and Grow Rich, obviously a good one. Yeah, Anthony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within, that's always a good one. Jim Rohn, any of his philosophy books were good. Um, Jim Rohn has since passed. Um, like I said, I had a friend of mine just wrote um, – Start Ugly, Chris Kermitzos, and it's a short story. So I, there's all kinds of different authors. Uh, James Malinchak, he does a lot of college speaking. He's got some real good books about marketing your speaking business and things like that. So there's, you get a lot of uh, a broad perspective of reading material that I like. 
Awesome. Great. Great. There were some great ones in there that um, I like as well. So that's awesome. So Bob, how do you define success? Okay. Success, I would say, would be doing what you want, when you want, the way you want, because you put in the time, effort, and love towards what you do to help others. Um, I think it's important to help others. Um, it just rounds out your your effort, if you will. Um, as a parent, you understand to be able to help your kids, there's a sense of pride there. There's a sense of giving that you just, it's, it's a, it's a love relationship. Yeah. And it's something that you, you like to do if you're, if you can all do it at all possible. And, um, being able to share that with others is, I think, something that we can all strive for. So. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And so you are a techie. So I got to ask you this one. So what's your favorite, uh, tool? Like, that, that helps you to operate in your business? And that would be like, you know, like an application or some type of technical tool that helps you operate in business. What's your favorite tool? Uh, does the hammer count? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. The hammer is not technical, okay? <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Again, because I put out a lot of the videos, I'd say the laptop and the video recording, I do a lot of the recording from my phone. So those devices are critical to what I do and being able to upload information towards these different medias and do the social media links on Instagram, on LinkedIn, Facebook, all that is, is critical through not only my PC, but the, the phone, because you can do it quickly and wherever you are. I think that's important with today's technology, especially with a phone. You can do just about, there's an app for everything, so you can do it all from your phone. And you can even record your podcast from your phone. Sure can. So what about like, so what is your favorite app then since you use that to upload your videos and everything? What was your favorite app? Um, I, I mean, I use it on a daily basis it's called Big View. And that's what I record my daily one minute motivations with. Um, and it's a teleprompter application. And so I can read certain pieces of what I talk about right from the phone and it gives you a teleprompter so that you, as you're seeing the words come across, but you inter interject your personal branding to it, but you have your text right there. And you can set those up. I'll type them out for the whole week and it will send it to my phone. So I have them all ready. And all I do is I go outside to my spot and I have a holder for my phone. I record it and I run it and I have them recorded, you know, on a scheduled basis. So that, that would say, I, because I use that one so often, I would say that's probably one of my favorites. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds pretty cool. I have it. I'm not familiar with it, but sounds like a cool. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. yeah. So, so what are you excited about right now about? I am excited about opportunities coming up. I mean, I was pre so appreciative of being able to do this this evening. I also have a, another podcast coming up on November 15th with a group out of Australia. Um, and I've got another one that I've got to confirm uh, I think we're going to be recording maybe next week, another podcast. Um, I ran into an old friend of mine actually the other day at the store, and he wants to have me come in and speak to his group, um, a city group here in St. Pete, and talk to them. So those opportunities are always a, a big plus. Is Talking to live groups, I love that because the energy you can get from the group. The bigger the audience, the better for me. 
it's just that energy you get and the opportunity that you're able to share something that will spark somebody's interest. And um, that's always exciting for me to be able to show that to people, to be able to show them something that will spark their interest. Um, I remember one time I spoke to a, a high school group and they had the different classes and you could tell right where they were because the freshmen were sitting to my right and then sophomores, juniors, and seniors in the back. And the freshmen were all sitting up straight, narrow, you know, like scared, like we weren't sure what's going on. And then, of course, the seniors were over on the one side and they're sitting. This one guy caught my eye and he was sitting way back in his chair and you could just tell, oh, here we go again, you know, this type of speech. And by the time I was done talking, he was on the front edge of a seat. And that impact just, I, I saw it and it caught my eye and I thought, that's what we're here for. If I just get that one person, the one person to change their position on their seat from sitting back to all of a sudden being up on front of their seat, ready to take some action towards something, that's all it is. It's that ability to be able to make that difference in somebody's life to say, you know what, take that action, move forward, take an idea and run with it. And that's very exciting for me to be able to show people that opportunity, show people the, the possibility. I think that's important. I think so too, Bob. I think that is very exciting. I've been there as well. And I learning to speak and um, just really engaging with that one person, because I know at first it could be very fearful, you know, just getting out there in front of people. But I learned to just find, so there's going to be someone who you can engage with. And if, if I just act like I'm speaking to them. And sometimes maybe I am just speaking to them. Maybe I'm there for that one person. And if you could just touch one, then you've made the difference yeah. you need to make. So I'm pretty sure you made a difference in that young man's life. And it's been absolute, absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. How can everyone find you and connect with you, Bob? Well, thank you, Brandy. I appreciate this so much. Uh, yeah, if, if anybody has any questions, I ask them, review my website at www.bobbrumspeaks.com. They can contact me at contact at bobbrumspeaks.com. And I also have my YouTube channel and my one minute motivation um, are also putting, I'm putting those out onto a podcast I have called encouragement engineering. That's played on Spotify, um, Google podcast, and a couple others uh, breaker. I think it's breaker radio, but it's um, it's out there for people to, it's all connected through my website and uh, yeah. Contact me for that information if you're interested. In, I've got seven books out there as well, um, all mainly on encouragement topics. I did have one that I did uh, um, financial. It's basically how to save money. And so that's one of the books I started with because I think that's important for everybody to understand. And then I went into more of the encouragement uh, concepts. So um, they're all on there on my website, and that's com. Awesome. Well, Bob, I'll make sure I leave all of your links in the show notes so that if anyone wants to um, connect with you, they definitely will be able to see it there. And um, that's all I have for you today, Bob. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Bob Brum, everybody. Thank you, Brandy. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me 
on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at ExquisiteLooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.